Welcome to Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana. I'm Rani. That so, was a question, if you couldn't tell. Uh, yeah. I'm acting. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> last week we started the review for Black Mirror Series 6. And we went through a couple of episodes, but because it's so new, we had to do it in two. Too wide. It's too <laughs> big. It's too Oh my gosh. It's. Oh. That's so you bad. Say, what was she thinking? No, that song? Jay Z. That's disgraceful. <laughs> she wasn't even trying to be discreet. Said it won't fit. Oh my god! I was minding my own business. I did not need to know that about Jay Z. There's so many such a like this because he can back it up. Got a big ego. You love what we do. Our little yeah. No, Kanye wrote that song. Oh wait, no, he either wrote Ego or um, Part, no, I think it was Party. No, wait. Oh. Why are you guys singing songs from Girls Perspective? That's weird as heck. Oh, I saw something very similar. It was Neo wrote um, Miss Independent. Playboy oh, no. Carty wrote Act Up. What's Act Up? The City Girl song. Oh, you told me about this and I don't, yeah, I don't know. He wrote Act Up. No, what's the what song to the left, to the left? Irreplaceable. Yeah, um, Neo wrote Irreplaceable. Yeah, you can write that about a woman easy. Then no, just change the words. Yeah, yeah. so he wrote it. He he wrote it about a woman, but he was like, oh, when they recorded it, he realized it like, sounds it sounded a bit odd. I hate about, women. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly. It's like sounds a bit anti-woman to me. So let's give this a, a female singer. I'd love a song about a woman where it's like I could have another you, you in, in the minute. minute. <laughs> that's what I said. What that's the like, hell? I could have another you in the minute. Wait, she's right here. Wait, who has it going? She'll be, in fact, she'll be here here in a minute, minute. baby. (laughs) You must not Not know about me. You must not know about me. me. That's such a really, that's That's a terrible song. It's so sassy. If a man said that to you, you'd be like, excuse me. Don't you ever for for a second second get get your thinking. thinking. You're irreplaceable. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank God he changed it. Because he's like, after writing it, I realised it ain't sounding good. But then you then you look at Neo's history and you're like, he could write an he irreplaceable. Loved to sing songs like that. He could, yeah, he could easy write irreplaceable while so women. sick. Yeah, so deal, sick deal, of deal, love deal, song. Deal. So sad. Where's Neo, man? Imagine his business with his big old <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Do you know what it took me a very long time in the real about the head thing? Like speak out. Is that like the it. hat thing? I love the idea that he came into the record label and they were like, You need a hat. Yes. You need a hat. You can't be going out just like this, baby. Wait, I've never seen Neo without... Yeah, because the record label said, it's illegal for you to take a picture of him without that hat No, but I mean, I've never seen him with hair. He's always been bald. Yeah. He's 72. He's... (laughs) What's wrong with you? Neo's 72, I'm so done. Um, But we're going to move on from... Oh, because the episode was too wide. Too big. It's too (laughs) big. It won't fit. What even is the order? We need to find the order. I don't think I even want to know the order. Basically, I think you can just do the maths. Like, it's too wide. Like, if Beyonce is in the throes of passion, what are the big barriers? It's too hard. That's not what she says, surely. Too wide. It's too wide. It's too long. It's too, too big. Thick. And it won't fit. It won't, won't, fit. won't fit will be the last one. Also, but unless... Oh wait! Look, this a is plank not plank of wood. Yeah, is we're what not. I would imagine he's tried to shove his side <laughs> of her, and she said, "Listen, it's to too thick." But again, we're not going. Also, to... I'm not singing that to you. That is no, me. I'm like call the police. Yeah, 
This is a PG-13 podcast. We are not going to be going into much detail about Beyonce. But she's done a lot of songs where she talks about Jay-Z. She says, ooh, my baby's sexy when we say boo. Yeah. <laughs> you never hear that. Does she, does she say a similar song in like Renaissance or like anything like sexual? Ain't no bad like you. Then I see why the kids like you. Then the Jesse Charles song, Game Over. Oh, you don't uh, really like no. the girls. Uh, excuse me. No, I you like... Really like the girls. What do you mean I don't that like the girls? That song must be about Jay-Z. Ooh, my man, my man, he does whatever it takes to satisfy me. That's no. Michelle's bit. No, I don't, I don't remember that. I, I don't. love that. That's not really Death nice. Death Fulfilled is the... Yeah, that's if it was a great album. It's a great album. album. It's a great album. T-shirt. I remember girl, when they had the... You know yeah, girl, girl, girl. Yeah. I remember when they had the hats in the album cover. No, maybe that's the single cover. That's what I had to... I bought us the single. The Jesse Fulfilled, they were white, I feel like. Chiffony things. When the, what's the one where they all when there's like really fedora hats? Anywho. Nasty girl. Nasty put some clothes on. I told you. Then what? Actually, you know what? Very, on. A very anti misogynistic song it is, for them to but, sing about the girl you Yeah, but really, some of these girlies out there, you know, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Couldn't even so finish. We yeah. can't open this show. We yeah. haven't been able to open this show. No, no, in not way at all. That is. I mean, I tried to. I was like, we're talking about Black Mirror Part 2. Let's go. Anyway, throughout the month of July, <laughs> we are doing mini-sodes um, of some of our faves that we are watching. Um, we're not going to be talking about too much about pop culture news, but I think we've given you some pop culture already. <laughs> what you didn't ask for. <laughs> and we'll see you at Carnival. Um, <laughs> but we're now going to continue on with our review for Black Mirror Series six. Let's do it. I'll be on the Black Mirror float. <laughs> Pop and my pussy to Sanchez. Pop and my pussy to the Demon 39. <laughs> to Pony Am on the Black Mirror float. So, can we not do this? No. Let's get to the reviews. Third episode, says film, was called Beyond the Sea. When I tell you, I... Thoroughly enjoyed this episode. It's yeah. very the entire history of you. It's very um White Christmas, if you've seen that episode. I haven't seen that. Basically, to me, Black Mirror really flourishes when it takes tech. Oh, be right back. So my favourite yeah. episode of Black Mirror is called Be Right Back. Yeah. Donald Gee- Donald Gieson's in it and Hey Atwell. Donald Gibson is perfect. He's the most handsome I've ever seen. I want to hear. Gonna just Google him. Hayley Atwell is married to Donald Gibson. Is yeah, he is um for real. He's my type. This, I don't know what to tell you. He's my this type. guy. He's my type. He looks like he can you. play. Um, I don't that? know what to tell you. The Van Gogh. I don't know what to you tell you. He can play Van Gogh in the movie. I don't know what to tell you. Can we move on? Chop his ear off and you I don't know what to tell you. Can we move on? I'm not, also, I'm not going to explain myself to you. Donald Gleeson no. plays and Hayley Atwell are husband and wife. Okay. At the top of the episode, they've just moved house. Yeah. He's going back to return the van that they used to move stuff into the house. Yeah. Gets into a car accident and he dies. Mm. Hayley Atwell is grieving. Yeah. A friend of hers tells her about this app where you can upload your partner's messages yeah and the app will message you like your partner yeah 
then the app goes a step beyond it says send us videos of your partner and we will you can call and speak to him yeah and then the app goes a bit further it says we can make a robot mm. of your partner yeah so Haley atwell agrees to this yeah puts the robot on the bar and down comes her husband yeah uh everything seems good at first they make love it's brilliant it's incredible but he is not her husband he is a robot oh yeah and she slowly starts to feel like you know there are issues in how he's not human yeah and at one point at the climax of the episode they go to a cliff and she says jump off this cliff and he says if that's what you want me to do i will jump off this cliff and she was like you don't get it my husband would never say that yeah he would never do that and she's like okay so you don't want me to jump off the cliff and she's like i want you to be him but you're not him Mm. and it's really heartbreaking actually because it's like you know grief is really mourning the loss of someone yeah and i guess no one's properly explored this idea where the person's not really gone yeah where you can message them or call them or have them in your house eventually she decides to put the robot away oh sorry during this she's realized she's pregnant as well yeah she has the baby and the final scenes of the episode are on the dad's birthday yeah they will go up to the attic and see the robot Mm. but he just lives in the robot he does um, the robot just lives in the attic and he doesn't come down yeah and it's just one of my favorite episodes i think one because i just think donald gleason's performance as the husband mm. and then the robot version of the husband is so it feels like two different people mm. yeah well really good in it as well they're just two very talented actors and it's just such a heartbreaking story and it to me signifies a real strand of back mirror which is like tech plus an emotional uh tech plus or relationship equals question mark question mark question mark which is what and then complete history of you is it's what Samuel Junipero is. It's what that dating algorithm yeah. one is. Um, it's kind of what Striking Vipers is to an extent. Like, yeah. like I think for me, Black Mirror really flourishes when it takes that very human experience of a relationship and goes, what does this tech do to it? Yeah. Um, so I say all this to say, that's that's one of my favorite episodes and it's specifically about a robot yeah and then we come to beyond the beyond the sea yeah and we are immediately thrust into a world where like, they don't even try and set it up at all like it no. took a while to catch up they, they were in i think it started in space yeah so yeah. there are two men who were astronauts played by aaron paul and josh hartnett and while they are in space they have i guess allowed nasa or someone to create robot versions of them yeah which yeah. when they're asleep when they enter this sort of sleep pod on the rocket mm. they are able to access the robots on yeah. earth yeah and be with their families yeah so we meet them when Josh Hartnett's family are going to cinema for the first time. Yeah. And they're, they're not for the first time, they're going to cinema. Yeah. When they leave the cinema, someone comes up to him and it's like, oh, are you blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yes. And he's like, why can't I touch you? And I remember watching it and be like, this is really weird. And then yeah. slowly realising like, oh, maybe there's something about him. 
he's an alien or mm. he's not human. And what he realizes is that he's a robot. Yeah. And I think I, I think people know about it yeah. across the US as a phenomenon, but like I don't think people know in terms of like and this is name, this is where he lives. Yeah. Anyway. He's he gets a signal from the ship, so he has to go back up to the he has to sort of log off of the robot, go up to space. Yeah. Then when he's done with his spaceship, he logs back into the robot and they are in their flat house and an intruder enters. And the intruder is like reminiscent of, um, oh, I'm going to forget his name now. Uh, Sharon Tate, Helter Skelter, what were they called? Charlie Manson. The Manson Murders. That's it. Look at me. I got there at the end. Um, Charles Manson type murderers where this like hippie um group are invading their house Mm. and they feel that it is immoral and wrong for a robot to be living with a woman and so they decide to kill the quote-unquote robot's family which is in fact the real astronaut's family and then kill the robot while the astronaut is watching because he's logged into the robot and it's very visceral and dark yeah and he can't do anything about it because he's trapped in space yeah that's just that's just character so uh aaron paul's character in space finds out well his he finds out about this Mm. and uh josh Josh hartman's character is distraught absolutely broken Um, down and aaron paul speaks to his wife and is like perhaps um we should let him come down here by using my robot yeah to like experience earth again because i just think he's so sad and yeah. lonely yeah so as we go into this i'm like this will end badly oh this yeah 100 yeah, percent badly so yeah I think like it's that perfect example of like positive human nature meeting negative human yeah, nature yeah. in that like i'm going to want to keep coming down here yeah that's what i'm gonna want yeah i'm gonna escape and also like Paul's Kate Mara plays Aaron Paul's wife, and she's just kind of like hinted at, um, you know, to represent this kind of normal life than her Aaron Paul and the son face, even though we know there's some cracks in their marriage. But that's kind of it. But you, I really sussed that something odd may happen when Aaron Paul asks Kate whether, sorry, they have character names, but we're going to go with their celebrity names. Aaron Paul asks Kate whether. It's their actual names. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron Paul asks Kate, you know, can he come down? And she's like, I'm not too sure, but, you know, maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's fine. So, prior to that, Aaron and Kate Mara live in, like, the opposite of what Josh Hartnett's family live in. Like, it's quite cold. They live in the countryside in the middle of nowhere. They don't have any friends, really. Um, It's not very affectionate. And I couldn't work out if... Like, thinking back after the episode ended, whether it's because he was the robot and he didn't want to touch his wife as a robot or what, but he beats his son in, like, the first five um, minutes yes. of the episode. Um, and the vibes were, like... It was off. It just wasn't very yeah. nice. So he lets Josh Hartnett use his avatar. Shouldn't call it an avatar for now because I don't like saying robot. They call it replicant. Replicant. Yeah. I'm not saying avatar. Replicant's too, too many syllables. Replicant. <laughs> Replicant and yeah. um, to come down and be outside, and he breaks down about the 
Dathura's wife and his children mm. and Kate Mara comforts him and you get the first instance of like a woman who up until this point we've judged as cold it's like well her husband is cold that's why she's cold she's not actually cold mm. and also there's like a hint before that that like something happened where they used to live and that's why they live here in terms of Kate Mara's character maybe cheating on Aaron Paul I couldn't put my so finger on it but it, there was just an energy of like and perhaps it's later on when um, Josh Hartnett's like, you know, she's lonely, she's a seagull and dragged yeah. her out into the middle of nowhere yeah, that made it, it feel it, like there was a reason why they're at that place and it's not just because they like the scenery. Yeah, maybe. Because, I mean, they, they live in this, like, barn in the middle yeah. of nowhere. So, um, yeah. So, so yes, as, as we have already alluded to, Josh Hartnett's character comes down quite a few times. Um, because he is now painting a... So, after the first visit, he has a sketchbook on the mm. on the spaceship and he is drawing... He draws uh, their house from memory. Yeah. And he says, it'd be great to go down and paint your house. Mm. And so Aaron Paul says, I'll give you permission to go down and paint my house. So they're now taking it in turns to use the replica. Yeah. Um, but when Josh Hartnett's character is in the Aaron Paul's replicants he's not allowed to really go outside they, don't, they kind of want to avoid him being in public i didn't get the impression that they were trying to avoid it i thought they were just like the focus is the focus is aaron paul's character it's like, painting yeah it's painting That's so there's no reason to really do, go out yeah is there? but then there's one time when he wanted to go out and he's like oh can i just walk around and she, she's there's a there's a hesitancy to it and then she's like okay it's fine and i think he drives the car yeah it's where they the go town. to get well, yeah. she reads, and Aaron Paul's character doesn't read. Yeah. And so it's Josh Hartner in Aaron Paul's replicant who tells her some book recommendations and says, why don't we go to the bookshop to get them? Yeah. I'm telling you, this, and no, it's definitely unrelated, but the whole idea of, like, Journey's Awful, where you have Annie Murphy and Sal- Salma Hayek playing the same person, is a weird, this weird connection with oh Aaron Paul God. and Josh Hartner playing the same person. Really um, so... It's, yeah, it's, it's a very funny um, My link. sister's review was, you can't even tell he's playing different, two different people. <laughs> no, 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 not that. She says, it's crazy. You forget that he's one person yeah. playing two different people. Yeah. That's the way, that, yeah. that way around. But yeah. um, basically, Josh Hartnett's character starts to develop a sort of crush on Aaron Paul's wife, Kate Mara. I mean, we're not surprised. We knew it was going to happen. Um, he... I feel like what they keep in a quite of a quite dubious area is whether or not they ever did anything. Yeah. So because Josh Hartnett has drawn a picture of their house from memory, later on Aaron Paul looks through his sketchbook and he's drawn a bunch of naked pictures of Aaron Paul's wife. Yeah. And Aaron Paul's like, well, he draws stuff from memory, so he must have seen me naked. Yeah. Kate Mara's like, I never did anything with the suit. I would never do that to you. But equally, mm. I am really lonely. Like he said to you, because basically they have an argument in space where he says, you know, take care of your wife. Mm. If like, if I took care of her, she'd be really happy, blah, 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 whatever. Mm. So, um, Aaron Paul and Kate Mara basically ask Josh Hartner in no uncertain terms not to come back down there. Yeah. And so one day Aaron Paul's called back up to the spaceship yeah unexpectedly there is a leak or something outside he goes outside to look at it and there's nothing wrong yeah he's like right what's going on messages josh hartner inside of the rocket he's not saying anything yeah beeps him a couple of times and eventually josh hartner's like okay come back in yeah or he or not even that maybe he just comes in back in by himself 
he meets Josh Hartnett. He's like, where are you? And he's like, oh, nowhere. I'll be honest, my... But he has, he has yeah. Aaron Paul's dog tags. And we should have said this before, but the dog tags is how they access their replicants. Yeah. So Aaron Paul's like, what did you do? Yeah. And Josh Hartnett's just sort of like coy about it. So he hops in his sleep pod, goes into the into his replica and sees that his entire family has been slaughtered. Yeah. Much like Josh Hartnett's family was slaughtered, yeah. only it was technically by his own hand. Yeah. Through Josh Hartnett. Oh, no. I'll be honest, when Aaron Paul was stuck in the stuck outside in the space and he was just hovering going, I'm trying to get back in. He's I thought banging. he was going to leave him out there. I thought he was going to leave yeah. him out there. And that's when my, like, my... Anxiety? <laughs> I was like, yeah, there was, yeah. Anxiety and, like, like, the fear of, like, oh, my gosh, goodness, what's going to happen? That started to really rise. And then when we saw the slaughtering, that's the jump, jump scare that I had. And I was, when I watched it, I was like... <gasps> and I, li- I was doing work. And I had to stop yeah, working. Like, and that's, that was my jump scare. This? Yeah, that was my jump scare. I will say this, and like, obviously having watched Black, uh, Breaking Bad, I know that Aaron Paul is incredibly talented, yeah. but that sort of like, I knew we wouldn't see the bodies. And yeah. so like, your task then as an actor is to play on your the, face. The reaction. Everything that yeah. we think you're seeing. Yeah. And even before that, when he's like, to her, you know, when he's like expressing his fear that she may have slept with Josh Hartnett's character it's so like measured and mm. he's just such a brilliant actor and I o- yeah. honestly just felt like heartbroken for him yeah. I just oh, I just also couldn't get my like why would you do that this just happened yeah, to you and it's things, why would you do that to another person I think because for me there's two things one I completely agree Aaron Paul I mean the both of them were really good but Aaron Paul stole the show for me but that being said he was in like 75% of the show because he yeah, <laughs> because his replica <laughs> was in the show but I think he's a great actor um and Josh Hartnett, I, I've said it before, I thought Josh Hartnett looked great. I mean, he's aged, but he looked great. Um, and the second thing I was going to say was, I think when I saw that scene and you saw the blood on the wall, I think you got the elements that Josh Hartnett wanted Aaron Paul to himself. Not in a like romantic, broke by a mountain type of way, but like in a sense that I want you to feel the loneliness that I feel. And... I always want to take that privilege away from him. Like, oh, you have the privilege of having a wife and kids and you can use your dog tag and go down, go downstairs. <laughs> go downstairs. No, but that's really what it's like. Go down to earth and, you know, experience a life. And now you're cutting, cutting that away from me when that was my only source of solace. However, Josh Hartman took the piss and he took advantage of it except with the wife. That being said, Karamara... Kate Mara <laughs> should have done it. Done Did it. he well, sleep with her, or was he just pulling from his desires to sleep with her? That was my thing. I I got so, the impression that it was that he did not sleep with his wife. I, he wanted to sleep with his wife because why do we have that scene where he tries to kiss her and she's like, "What are you doing?" Because they fucked each other. Well, you mean Josh or Aaron. Josh Hartner? But what? Oh, uh, yeah, but <sighs> they haven't slept together. I think he really liked really, um, Kate Mara and. Had been dreaming about her. Maybe, but I just, I felt like, didn't they kiss at one point and then she pulls, she pushes him away and it's like, oh no, we shouldn't be doing this. No, he tries to kiss, they don't even kiss. He tries to kiss and oh, she's so... like, you're not my husband. Yeah. And he's like, you've wanted this the whole time. She's like, no, I didn't. Oh, this is, this is actually really messed up. And I feel, if I had to rewatch any one, it would be this one. But that being said, Beyond the Sea was the longest episode out of the whole yeah, season. Yeah, it was like an so hour and 15. It was, a, it was only, it's only all movie in a sense. Um... um but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just thought it was just so it was heartbreaking. heartbreaking. And 
and dark. And yeah. honestly, I want to say shout out to Rory Culkin. Was he in it? Yeah, he was the guy who killed the family. He was one of the, oh, the sort of Manson. Charlie Manson yeah. character. I thought they would come back. So I thought what would happen is... Oh. Um, because there's a point where when they go to the um, bookstore, mm. the woman asks, oh, are you one of the replicants? And you're living that. She was asking all these details. And I was like, this is how they found them the first time. Yeah. And you've just got into town and told them your exact address. And we're going to be minding our own business. Yeah. And then here comes Rory Culkin killing everybody. Wait, again. how do we not know that it wasn't the, the Culkin? We don't. I mean, because... Oh, I think the reason I why mean, we know definitely. is because... Um, I was going to say Kit Harrington. What's his name? Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett's like, sorry, you can't see all my face, but he looks so smug when he comes yeah, back upstairs. He He's like, and now it's just me and you, baby. Yeah. That, and that oh, was, my hand, baby. That was just messed up because it was like, if I'm Yeah, gonna... he pushes out a chair for him, yeah, doesn't he? Does, he? Yeah, it's And it's like, up. why have you punished Aaron? What did Aaron Paul do? Yeah, Aaron Paul Other than like, not love his wife the way that you would love yours. Aaron Paul reached out a hand and said, come and... He reached out his doctor yeah, and said, think, come and join. What I think is really interesting is like, when... Before the deaths, when you looked at the two of them's mm. lives, I'd much rather be Josh Hartnett's wife than Aaron Paul's wife. There's something off about him. Yeah. yeah. And his righteousness of being, not righteousness maybe isn't the right word, but like desire to be good and be like, you can come down and see, is not, I don't know, it's goodness for the sake of goodness. I didn't get the impression that he mm. cared about Josh Hartnett's character more than he was just like, oh, his, wife, was, his family died and that's sad. It was a nice thing to do. It was like a charity yeah, yeah, aspect. Yeah. It's like the whole selfless good deed, but. I don't know. I I I he definitely felt... didn't deserve to have his family. No, he didn't. And I think that. I that's why Kate I... Mara didn't deserve to die. No, I that's why I felt sorry for him because I was like, even if deep down in his heart it wasn't like the most heartfelt thing that, he, you know, him offering his replicant to Josh wasn't was like, yeah. wasn't authentic. But it still was a gesture, and it was, still was a kind gesture. And he's the one who brought it up to Kate. Yeah. and was like, look. I'm sorry, all these people have real names in the show, but forget it. But I just felt like, yeah, I felt like it was sad in that in that aspect. And it also didn't feel right that these two characters now have to live alone in space. And what's the point? Their, their replicants are now useless because if Aaron Paul goes down in his replicant, he's going to be accused of, oh, wait, maybe he won't be accused of murdering him. No, he has to be. That's what I thought was really interesting. It's well, like... why couldn't they, they could say that always, you know, we've seen something similar with Josh Hartnett's but George Hartnett didn't kill his family. He was tied up. Aaron Paul's replica is not tied up. He's walking around the yeah. house. And he's covered in blood when he comes into the replica. Oh, okay. The first yeah. thing he notices he's is he comes into his replica and he's yeah. covered in blood. Yeah. There's blood all over the wall. They've made a real... George Hartnett's was, made was, a real statement oh, of killing yeah, was, his family. Oh, bloody. And I think on purpose, so that his replicant will get removed and yeah. the two of them will be stuck on space together. Yeah. It's because really what he's up. jealous of is the fact that you get somewhere to go to. No, I, don't. I don't. Well, that means they're going to be in space forever. It's, yeah, it's a real, like... It's a real telling episode. The one thing about Black Mirror is, like... There's, there's few shows that are really allow you to think more about like what could happen after this yeah. like you you have so many different theories as to what is next yeah and we're probably not going to get a resolution to this again this has been an anthology we're not going to get like a part two yeah that is all um what would you give this episode definitely is up there with one of my one of the strongest um for the season i'm going to give this to three <laughs> Strongest for the season, though, for the three. What are you talking about? I was going to say three and a half. 
It's one. It's one of one of one of the strongest. There's literally five episodes, so you can rank them one out of five, two out of five, three out of five. Yeah, I've given three. Three. Given this three, but it's one of the strongest. Yeah, because I've got three strong ones. And I'm going to give this three out of five because I don't think it's as strong as Jonah's Awful and it's not going to be as strong as the next one I'm, not the one I'm going to give the, the same rating as Jonah's Awful. I'm going to give this episode a five. What? This, I really have been, I've been conflicted. But Jesus. in terms of like, the episode that I know that I'll have to go back and rewatch, as in like, I think this has a lot of wear and tear. Yeah. Is this episode and my other favorite episode, which is gonna come in as a, yeah, right underneath this? I really so. enjoyed, but I'm not. I don't think I need to watch again. I think I got it the yeah. first time round. Whereas this, I feel like I bet you I'll watch it the second time. Like there was so many little hidden yeah. hints and suggestions throughout yeah, that like I missed the first time round. Yeah. So I just think also I think Aaron Paul for me a dramatic episode or emotional episode of Black Mirror trumps a fun one. Really? Yeah, it does. I think because I'm so used to watching some of the more fun satirical episodes of Black Mirror, I I tune in and more engage with the fun versus the, f- the so drama. The fun ones are great. I'm, I'm, yeah. Black Mirror no, to me is a great show. Yeah. Like, the fun ones are great, but the serious ones, I think, the ones where you're like, after you're yeah. just like let me quickly google yeah and they're just like damn yeah i, I don't know what i would do in this situation yeah that's true because i know for a fact if i was aaron paul's character i would have said the same thing use my replicant Mm. go down like That's it's it, trapped on this same, train same, and same. this plane and same. what but honestly my fear the whole time was that he would kill aaron paul that's what I thought was going to happen. Same. In space. Same. One time he's going to be in his replicant and he's just going to be choked out. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Same. Because this man is unhinged. Yeah. Understandably. And, and I think that's what, I mean, even though we've really praised Aaron Paul's performance, I do think Josh Hartnett gave this kind of almost like suave. Oh, yeah. Like, it definitely... doesn't, doesn't meet the eye. Like not, not everything seems 100% right, but he has this charm about him that yeah. can fool you. It's really interesting because actually Josh Hartnett feels like more of a robot yeah. than Aaron Paul <laughs> so feels like a robot. Yeah. But, but it's, what I think is interesting about that is that when you meet the character, he's not different from that. There's no. something about him that's kind of cold yeah. and practised. Yeah. And immediately going after his wife feels in keeping with this yeah. character who's cold and practised and like yeah. likes to fuck around. And it's like yeah. that's somebody's wife. Yeah. yeah. It's not just a random girly. Okay, yeah. have some decorum. Yeah. But like, Josh, I mean, Josh Hartnell and Aaron Paul while we're here. Oh. I'm going to see Josh Hartnell, I'm sorry. <laughs> Josh Hartnell's body, yeah. Yeah. Face, yeah. I'm not feeling the face if I'm going to I mean, he's aged, but I never like... really, listen, I remember a friend of mine when I was at school was obsessed with Josh Hartnell. We had to go to a play that he was at so she could, he could sign. We didn't even watch the, the play. The thing is, the joke is I know which play you're talking about. We didn't even watch the play, but she just wouldn't stop. And I was like, this guy's not hot. This guy is not sexy. He wasn't sexy then. And to me right now, he's not sexy. No, I don't think... But his body, slaps. Yeah, oh God. There's a scene in the trailer where like, Josh Hartnell just... so pretty. I told you, I like pretty boys. I don't like these like squinty eyes. No, I'm not interested in that. Wait, don't say. Oops. Oops, what? I don't know, I feel like I take it back. No, I think he's still attractive. No, show me the picture right now. That was the first one. It's not bad. He's He's married to Tamsin Egerton. Like, less hot. 
Weirdly reminds me of Colin Farrell, but I think Colin Farrell is actually really? hotter than him. He reminds me of the guy who used to play um, Smallville. That guy was really hot. He was hot, wasn't he? He was actually hot. He was fucking Superman. Yeah, it's really hot. Right, let's go on to the next episode. Okay, we're gonna we'll, we'll do that. But What's um, it called? Next one is one called Maisie Day, and this stars Zazie Beats from Atlanta. Listen, Zazie Beats, love her. I love her. Yeah. I do. I genuinely do. She wasn't what was wrong with this episode. No, I just. Think... Oh, I yeah, I'm keen to get your thoughts. Uh, I'll give a quick summary because I've not really done any summaries so far. Um, Maisie Day is about a um celebrity called Maisie Day um, and there's this photographer um, or paparazzi photographer called Bo kind of struggling to make ends meet um, she's also really off also got to a point where she's actually decided to take a break uh, take uh, remove herself from paparazzi yeah paparazzi love because <laughs> she took a photo of a man who then ended up committing suicide yeah exactly um, but she then meets up with one of her photographer friends who says that if you can get a shot of Maisie Day, um, you can get about 30k. Yes, because she, Maisie was in a film, like a blockbuster. Yeah. Something has happened on set and she's been sequestered home, but nobody's seen her. No. And he thinks it must be some sort of substance abuse thing. Yeah, and there's a suspect that she's in rehab. And there is a reward, a ca- like, well, not a reward, but, like, the price of this picture is, like, astronomical. Like, yeah. if Bo gets a picture of Maisie, she'll be set f- for a long time, anyway, yeah. in life, because it's not, like, 500k or anything like no. that, but a decent amount of money. Yeah. And so the series kind of follows her Sorry. trek to find Maisie Day, along with other paparazzi, um, she does a lot of investigation. She kind of um, does her own like research into Maisie Day. Who talks about her, her favorite diner, and then she goes to the favorite diner, um, trying to just get clues and breadcrumbs to find out where Maisie Day is. She does eventually find Maisie Day um, in this. I want to say it's like a rehab house, a rehabilitation place. It's called a rehab, but it's this wood cabin in the woods. Yes. Wood cabin in the woods. Yeah. It's wood cabin in the woods where Maisie is chained to a bed. Yes. And they're like, this is messed up. This is like this new age fucking rehab yeah. stuff. It's dark. We need to go and set her free. Free. And actually, throughout the series, there had been some hints that things were not all too well with Maisie. And I think so we were get... assuming that it was like the celebrity lifestyle while she's like trash in a hotel room. So we get Maisie's POV. And yeah. what we learn before we learn she's come off the show is it's we see her on set, mm-hmm. she goes home, mm-hmm. she smokes some weed and listens to music and drinks. At some point she decides to get in her car to go somewhere and hit someone. Yeah. So that's what we think the secret is that she's hiding yeah. from. But once they get to this rehab and set her free, what we realise is that when Maisie hit the person... Yeah. And she got out of her car and went to see them. She suddenly had was overwhelmed by this animistic urge, turned into a wolf and tried to eat the person. Yeah. Or maybe in the person. Yeah. And um, the reason why she's at rehab is to try and save her from this werewolf tendency. It's given me um, Mr. Jekyll, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type of element. Mm. Um, or what's the other thing where you like, Shrek? Sorry, what? You know, like Princess Fiona when the dog. <laughs> I love how you're naming things that are not werewolf films when there are literally like 
Which ones? Twilight has werewolves. I have never watched Twilight. Twilight has werewolves. Yeah, but I'm Harry tra- Potter has werewolves. No, but I'm talking about the transformation of like human to werewolf. That's literally Twilight, and that's literally Harry Potter. Well, as I, I said, said two, two entities that I've never watched in my life. Werewolves. Yeah, but either way. Have you seen a werewolf in London? Have you seen a werewolf in Have you seen a werewolf in London? No. It's like this eighties film about a guy who turns into a werewolf. I've never watched it. Um, it really is giving me Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Sorry, what is your werewolf culture? Have you ever seen? I have no werewolf culture. Uh-huh. I have no. So didn't I didn't know there was a culture around werewolves. Of course there is. No, I'm I'm a Christian. There's vampires as well. I know. I've got Jesus and the disciples. Okay, and the, and angels and the Holy Spirit. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, and but... <laughs> okay. Go off, sis. <laughs> Tell me where in the Bible it says watch Dr. Jekyll and Hyde and watch Shrek. <laughs> Either way, that was what it was giving me that... Anyway, so she turns into a werewolf. She That's turns into a werewolf, yeah. I don't know about werewolf lore enough, but my what I have, according to all of the shows and things I've seen, is on a full moon... Mm. This person unwittingly turns into a wolf. Yeah. And they possess wolf-like... Features. Behaviour. Traits, yeah. Behaviour when they're a wolf. Yeah. For some reason, it always manifests... Well, in this version, it manifests in the wolf kills everybody. Yeah. But a wolf really don't need to do that. No. Like, a wolf might catch it and kill something to eat. Yeah. But it's not in the business of just killing for the sake of killing, like... No. Animals don't really do that. They're not no. like us, which would be like, kill, 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 kill. They're yeah. like, I've got my dinner. I don't need nothing else. But well, anyway. what, what one person wasn't enough. Well, I think it might be the where in the werewolf bit, <laughs> where she's actually <laughs> aware, you know? She's an aware wolf. I'm so done. Um, tell, I, to tell that story. Yeah, though. it's terrible. Where she's actively trying to hunt down these people yeah. who come to, like, take entertainment or sport or make money off her discomfort mm. and she basically kills everyone one by one and Bo is the last person to survive she like goes yeah. to the diner to hide out oh wait Danny Ramirez still died as well everybody died oh bruh yeah and uh, I think at the point I can't remember but I feel like either the whale starts to turn back into a woman yeah and basically says like kill me yeah yeah amazing. and Zazie Beats' character gives her a gun. A gun, yeah. Or she's still a werewolf and she says, kill me. But I think she's I think, I think she somewhere was, in between the I, two. I think she was turning into a woman by that point. So um, Zazie the, Beats take a, takes a picture of her. That, I mean, I have to be honest, iconic. It was... Dark. Uh, yeah, very dark. I loved... Dark. I, I have to say, I loved the scene because it was just... Yeah. I Oh, I was going to say, as a sequence, I really loved... One, I love the diner. I don't know what it is yeah. about the diner yeah, yeah. that's just so... Yeah. but like I really love the sequence in the dialect how it was shot whoever directed that episode I think did a really good job yeah I think just like you know we were talking about this earlier today mm-hmm. um because Shoshana had the pleasure of coming into a meeting where we were talking about story but yes yeah, development meeting I came and jumped into it's very hard for the, uh, a regular person to sympathize with someone they find morally corrupt yeah Right? Yeah. And people like paparazzi, I don't sympathise with them. No, no, no. And so I wonder, like, this story only works if you're a paparazzi. Like, yeah. the only person who would be like, I must at any cost go into this room and find out what this person is doing would be a paparazzi. paparazzi. But the problem is, them getting murdered, I was like, good. Yeah. I'm I mean, on the I, werewolf side. I, I mean, I didn't, I don't think. Kill, I, kill. I don't think I was in the mood where 
I wanted the paparazzi to die. That's the moral of the story. Don't go where you're not wanted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely curiosity did kill the cat. Literally. Or, you know, but I felt like it, it was an interesting story. It took a long time to get there. And the payoff of sharing yeah, the werewolf. It's one of the shortest episodes of the series. It is, but like the, sh- the payoff wasn't like as exciting to me small, yeah it was a very it's small twist, twist yeah as twists go um and i mean definitely with the series and we can talk about it maybe as we're wrapping up the our review but one thing that charlie brooker did say about the series is that he really wanted the series to feel like a variety like he he described it like a chocolate box and so you have like the satirical tech in terms of Joan is awful you have the true crime in lock henry you have the space sci-fi with beyond the sea you have this the paparazzi-esque drama with Maisie Day, but it just really felt like it kind of lived in comparison to the other seasons where, and the up, other episodes where you got layers to the to the story, whereas in Maisie Day it was a bit too straightforward for me. And I just, when I saw the Werewolf reveal, and I, we actually just rewatched it just to allow me to see it again, I realised it, it just still wasn't that engaging. And I, it was easy. It was an easy skippable one for me, but um, I love Zazie Beats. I love Zazie Beats. Yeah. And I think she did the best with what she could do yeah. with the character that, okay. you know, you're kind of on the fence with. She, you know, yeah. she checks out of that lifestyle, but, you know, in the moment still gets the picture of the werewolf. That's so it's true. like, you know, why, like, somebody's going to want to see this. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I think the other thing is, I was almost mutilated. Um, Sorry, mauled to death by werewolf. I'm gonna take a picture. Yeah, I, I, I want people to believe me. Yeah, yeah. She, I literally got attacked by werewolf. Do you understand? They're she, real. We live in a world where if you don't take a photo of it, did it happen? Pixar, it didn't happen. Yeah. Say. Also, I've people. I fell into this TikTok um, account where um, a guy kind of recaps pictures before tra- tragedy, pictures before a tragedy, mm-hmm. and it shows like some really epic photos just before something bad happens like a guy who's walking on like a tightrope before like a gust of wind blows him away um or like a photo where like there's a selfie of a family and then behind them is a car and then the car is an explosion and bombs the area someone on the way to 9-11 yeah that one yeah there's there's some of them are really like quite morbid and, and yeah um and so oh and so when you see you and need a fucking mouse wing. You need to get help. No, no, no. So yeah, this was a mouse. So just get a piece of do that. <laughs> do you want to be invited to my house again? Uh, so when the audio. Gonna ask the girl if the listeners if they think that sounds like a mouse. I'm gonna have to hear that if it doesn't. If it doesn't come through, I'm cutting it out. But what I'm saying is that you know that moment at the end of the season where she takes that at the end of the episode where she takes that photo it really had that tragedy element to it um but i don't think i cared as much so that's why i didn't find this episode as yeah, engaging i will also admit like this was an episode where i was going around doing other things yeah so, like, <laughs> it really was just like it didn't it didn't hit me in a way where i was like i need to stop what i'm yeah. doing it didn't give no it wasn't giving did you watch Beyond the Sea, did you watch Basie Days straight after Beyond the Sea? Yeah. 
Okay, same. Because that was the order that it was in. So if you yeah, but to watch it in that order, you should have looked it up. No, I but I mean, like, did you take a break after Beyond the Sea before you watched Maisie Day? Ooh. Because um, I, I didn't. I watched it just straight away. I know I watched Lock Henry and took a break after that. Okay, interesting. Watched Maisie, I think I might have watched Maisie Day like uh, half an hour after. Okay. Because I was actually trying to um, uh, spread it out. Yeah. Because yeah. I... I, I was like I don't want to watch I don't want to yeah. watch the entire season Straight of one away. day yeah. I was having to look forward to yeah. yeah. but actually as the time went on I was like I mean in a harsh not, and I don't mean this in a harsh way but like I want it I need to get these out of the way because I don't want I don't want spoilers yeah. so I need to watch That's, them now yeah it's one of those someone things. said to me have you seen the werewolf one Oh, you've got to be kidding me. That's like, great. Yeah, I think... So now I know there's a world yeah. one. I actually thought it was going to be Demon 79. Yeah. So I was like, oh, but it was amazing day. Yeah. But like, yeah. still, you don't want to know there's a werewolf episode coming yeah. up. I mean, that was one of the big spoilers where, you know, you, I could tell in terms of the conversation on social, that's the one that people didn't want to talk about. Or that's one that Netflix didn't talk about very much. So that was supposed to be the real surprise. And it, it was a surprise because I wasn't expecting to see a flipping werewolf on Black Mirror of all people. I, if it was going to be a werewolf, I thought it would be like something robotic. Like, I, was, I, I don't know. I just didn't expect to see that because it felt a bit too generic for Black what Mirror. What would you give this episode? I would give this a two out of five. This is my one out of five episode. Yeah. Like, I, I just... I, yeah. Zazie Beats is the one. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like, otherwise I would have been like, okay. Yeah. Demon 79. Demon 79 is the last episode from this season. And Another funny, long one. Um, and, what is it? Another long one. Another long one. But surprisingly, this is the one where the series starts with this little disclaimer. With all the disclaimer or like, at the beginning of Demon 79, it starts with Black Mirror Presents, a Red Mirror film. And this is supposed to be kind of like, a little bit of a deviation from what we known and love from Black Mirror, going into this Red Mirror world, which I think Charlie Brooker's kind of explained it to be like a bit more horror, definitely less tech, and you kind of really get it from this episode. Demon Seventy Nine is about a young girl called Nida. She's a shop assistant in this shoe store, um, and young woman. She's not a little girl. So young, that's a young girl, young woman. Yeah, a young woman um, who was a shop assistant in the shoe store. Um, she hates all her colleagues. They are microaggressions. No, they are fully racist. racist. They're racist. They're, yeah, they're racist. They tell her she can't eat her lunch at work because it's, it stinks. It's, yeah. Um, neither. I don't, they didn't go into loads of detail in terms of her background, but we can assume she's Asian. She's Asian Indian background potentially. And so one day she's watching like the equivalent of Top of the Pops. And Bernie M, Bernie M, Rasputin is playing. It's like number one or whatever. Yeah, and in the band, there is featured this character. I thought Bernie M was the dude. Yeah, I think he was. Well, they got they got Papa to um, they basically superimposed Papa to be part of the group. Yeah, as they're playing, and she watches them play Rasputin. She kind of thinks nothing of it. No, you don't sing that song. They play the. He was the. Yeah, is that Rasputin. Yes, Rasputin. Is it really? Love Rasputin. I know it. Love Rasputin. What that bit? I know that bit is that song. No, that's the bit that I recognise. That is the verse, like. Um. 
That's a completely different song. No! No, that's not that's not Rasputin. That's what I was trying to say. What's it? Okay, let me see the verse. Do you think that's the song? That's not the song. That is the song. It might um, be Rasputin, it might just be the verses. So, Papa Asidu plays Boney M, the boniest of M's <laughs> the in, Bo- Boney, in the band Boney M. And she is, she's, she thinks the band is groovy. That's yeah. the impression I got. She wasn't even so, like, she, she's outrageously like, excited by it. She just liked the song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one day she goes to work and she right so we get to this microaggression about her lunch yeah. and she has to they basically tell her why don't you eat your lunch in the mm. basement because it's stinky stinky mm. um she says she won't bring in any more curries for lunch but mm. she has brought one in that day and they say go in the basement and eat it so yeah. she goes to the basement and she finds these talismans she picks one up and she apparently inadvertently has agreed to some sort of deal with her demon yeah I thought that was quite unfair. It's like, all she did was pick up the talisman. It's like, well, now you have to help me with this thing or the world will end. It's like, I don't ask for this. Anyway. So she's picked up this talisman. She takes it home. Forgets about it. Yeah. Well, she doesn't... No, she picks it up. It starts humming and she drops it. Yeah. She goes home. Doesn't think any more of it. Before this, though... Is it Nida or Nida? Nida. Nida has been having fantasies about killing her co-workers yeah yeah so that's already just bubbling in the way which honestly i relate <laughs> i really relate that's like, see where she, oh yeah she smashes the girls in the glass yeah i've been there but you know it feels harmless i'm not gonna do anything it's fine oh except for she gets home and a voice starts talking to her and they're like yeah. because you picked up the talisman you've agreed to kill three sacrifices so that i don't end the world yeah and she's like I'm going crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then a demon appears in its true form, <laughs> which is this like grotesque thing. We don't even read properly get to see which. No, again. it's very clever. Don't show it to us. Yeah, we yeah. just see it off the person's yeah. face. And he's like, oh, sorry. I didn't realize I'd probably be quite hard to look at. And then transforms himself into <laughs> Boney Bo- M. We need to find out that man's name is actually Boney M. As you're talking, I'm going to check now. Who's played by Papa. And she... He's like, yeah, so you've summoned me by touching the talisman. You've got to kill three people. Otherwise, your world's going to end. Sorry, I can't help you. Mm. This is a big deal for me, though. It's also my initiation into demon school. So, like, the quicker you do this, quicker I get to go about <laughs> my business. This is all good. And I'll help you pick people. We'll just pick people who deserve to fight. Super easy. Don't be a drama queen. She's freaking out. She's trying to run away. She's trying to do this stuff. Eventually, she realises this is real because if he clicks and you see the world ending and everything in fire what well, she is not happy about me no. personally I hate to say it no do, do, do the world ending I mean as end a, it as a Christian watching Demon 79 I was there praying let's have a little prayer before watching me personally uh, oh. end, end it also, I'm not doing any work also, to say, I don't like this world also, can I just flag there's no one on Boney M called Boney what's his name there's Bobby Boney uh, Liz Boney Frank, Bernie, Marcia, Bernie, Maisie Williams. That's the M. Those are the two M's in Bernie M. I don't, yeah, R- Reggie and Shayla. Not. That's not even that many people. In the there's band. not, and they're not related, and I don't know. They must swap them out. Yeah, there's maybe. There's no way all of them was in the band at the same time. They were German Caribbean. Interesting. I mean, one white guy. Like Millie Vanilli. <laughs> <laughs> we know what happened to Mini Vanilli. But no, these, you know these guys, 
Burning M, their mics are on, okay? <laughs> I cannot wait for the mini vanilla series. <laughs> Me personally, I would have done it. Is, it, is it actually serious? It has to be. I mean, it's been how many years? Well, I had the guy, the actual guy from Mini Vanilli, the one who did, did die. die. One of them died. Oh, yeah, yeah. The other one is has been talking about adapting his own story. That's the problem. Yeah. You want to tell the story, but you don't want them to adapt it. No, unfortunately, you have to have to relinquish or they'll right. do it after you die. Well, or not, we'll just tell the story without your co-sign, which people yeah. don't really want to do. You yeah. want to get the artist co-sign or something. But anyway. Yeah. So, she kills the first person who is this, like, creepy dude who came into the department store at one point yeah with a pedo yeah who the basically the demon's like yeah so this guy has been molesting his daughter and his daughter's gonna kill herself when she's 29 as a result if you don't kill him now yeah and save her from years of torture so mm. she kills him it's one of those hard things because i wasn't sure i believe Yes. Demon Den about it. The question but, is, do you believe But him? there was other point. other occasions where he was giving backstory, and I was just feeling like, is he trying to paint this character of the person that she potentially may kill in a negative light so that she will just kill him mm-hmm. or kill her, um, versus the person is bad? But also, again, who are we to be doing an eye for an eye, a two for a teeth, a life for a life? It's old testament, testament and also it's given me like all these morality questions because you know that's the question around like death sentences and things like that. But that's not for today's episode. The second person she kills is a local guy who also comes into the store who yeah. um, everybody knows killed his wife but somehow managed to get away with it. Yeah. And so in order to get him, she has to go to the local pub. Well, actually no, she goes to the local pub because she's like. I can't kill people. I need yeah. some Dutch courage. Yeah. Because she has a deadline as well. She has to kill a man, somebody every day by 12 o'clock yeah. at midnight. So she's gone to the pub for Dutch courage, or orders a triple scotch. And I was like, were they selling triples back in the fucking 80s? Triple scotch of all things, yeah. Mad. That being said, they're in the north, so yeah. Mad. I, someone um, who, I went to university in the north, it used to be triple bookers. Triple, uh, yeah. Was, and they were cheap. Um, again, there's a lot of microaggressions at this mm. pub. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, in the background, politically, there is a candidate who's basically the equivalent of that guy. What's his name? Enoch Powell. That's Enoch Powell who was like, if we don't do something about the immigrants, the yeah. streets will run red with white people blood. Yeah. Sorry, English blood. It's like white people blood. Is that? <laughs> I don't think he said it like that. I feel like it was a bit more eloquent than that. But basically, that's what he was trying to say. Yeah. Um, he flopped hard. We're here. What are you gonna do? He would be turning in his grave if he saw how many of us there was in this country. He's throwing up and crying. Um, so that's going on in the background. Yeah. And the pub has like people with the same. There's just there's a lot of energy of like we don't want to turn into Barnsley or wherever else the yeah. other places. Whitstable, where it's like <laughs> just random places in the UK that have been apparently overrun by foreigners. Yeah. And so. A local man, that local man has killed his wife. Yeah. She meets him again at the pub. Mm. And at the store, it had been implied that he likes her sort. Yeah. Is what her shitty co-worker said. Mm. So she's like, she goes up to him and he's like, hey, do you want to come home with me? And she's like, yes. And he's like, brilliant. Doesn't ask any more questions. Takes her to his actual house where he lives. It's disgusting. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just going to go in the bathroom really quickly to wash his balls, which honestly... (sighs) Again, straight culture is hell. What do you mean? I've come to your house, it's filthy, and you haven't cleaned your your genitals 
Today is the day you're gonna do it. Anyway, the whole time he's in the bathroom, she's like sucking herself up. She's like, yeah, got her I little got hammer her out. Did you ever, yeah, she was gonna do a bit of hammer, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, the demon's like, yeah, you can do this. Yeah, you can do this. Like egging her on, like he's a prick. He deserves it. Anyway, comes out and she just lifts up the hammer and he sees. Yeah. And he's like, well, I always knew this day would come. I just sort of <laughs> sits there and like lets her kill him. Um. So she she, she does. She, no, but it doesn't. It doesn't happen straight away because doesn't he? No, she has to hit him a couple of times. Oh yeah, and then she goes downstairs. She goes downstairs, and then there's and someone brother, like is coming in. Yeah. So yeah. she kills him upstairs, and they're like, "Yeah, we did it." As they're leaving, she's at like the top of the stairs, holding the hammer, walking mm. out. And his brother comes in, and he's like, "Please don't hurt me." Yeah. And the demon's like, "Oh, he's seen me. So you have to kill him too." So they have this really like awful exchange where you know she's like okay i gotta gotta kill him and he's mm. like please don't kill me mm. and then they have this scuffle over the how many think oh my god she's gonna get killed yeah anyway i think weirdly the demon helps her something pulls his feet from under him yeah conveniently at the point where she can get the better of him and yeah, she has to smash his head yeah. in and they go back and she feels awful she feels yeah. terrible she asks well not even she asked the demon's like are we done now, basically? No, he says, um, don't think about this too much, but he was actually a good person that you killed. Sorry. Oh, that was... Because everybody else has kind of been deserving of it. Like, that guy killed his wife, the other guy's a pedo. This guy's kind of like a good guy. And so she so, feels awful. Oh, yeah. He's like, look at this where you kill three people, which is like, yeah. what you were supposed to do, baby will be done. So they try and log the death. Doesn't go through. He's got to call the, the underworld. And he's like, what the fuck? Just as if you would be to customer service yeah. just being like, right, yeah, so we've, we've killed three people, but it's only coming up as two. Mm. Okay, yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem fair, does it? Anyway, he's going back and forth, and you, as the audience, realise that like, he's going to come back and be like, so? Yeah. There about- is an issue. Yeah. And we've got to start from scratch, is what I thought was going to happen, but actually, it turns out that the guy that she killed, the man who killed his wife doesn't yeah. count because he wanted to die oh yeah so i so basically what i thought was end up happening was like oh because you killed more than one person in the three in the 24 hours you have to kill someone else to match up with the time so i thought that, that's what i thought no, the issue that, was going to be it, right. you they don't they're not counting people who were as all one of their own yeah so he had because he had accepted like yeah i killed my wife yeah i'm that guy he didn't count as a kill. So they were only counting the brother, which means she still had to kill someone the yeah. next day. So the next day they're like, right, we're going to kill your co-worker. She deserves it. And this Enoch Powell um, parody comes in and she decides, now I'm going to kill him. Yeah. And the vibes are so weird because I couldn't work out if this was a fantasy that he was showing her a war. But there is a moment when he the Enoch Powell guy talks to her mm. colleague and she's like, I'm not going to vote for you. I'm going to vote for the SM, the National Front. Yeah. And he's like, look at me. You are going to vote for me. I'm the person worthy of your votes, blah, blah, blah. And he like, almost like he puts a spell on her. Yeah. So I was like, oh, is he already a demon? So is oh, that going to be the issues that she's going to be like, I want to kill him. And then the Bernie M is going to be like, you can't kill him because he does. he's already yeah. a demon. I never, when I watched that, I never saw that in that way. 
I mean, he's, yeah, it's a really weird exchange. I didn't it's get a, it. It's a weird exchange, right? But I just thought he was just quite, you know, he's a politician that was trying to, like, get his own way. But I never Does thought that... Does that ever happen to you that somebody has said something and you've changed your entire political landscape? No, of no. course not. But I didn't think that there was more than one demon Why on not? set. <laughs> Someone has apparently so many demons in their basement, so there has to be more than one demon on set. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Anyway... Her and the demon fall out because he's like, why don't you just kill your fucking Co-maker. colleague? And she's like, no, no, I want to kill this dude. And I thought the reason why he was cov- he was trying to really dissuade her was because he was one of theirs. Because like, you can't oh. kill him because this won't count. And also, <laughs> that's not what I've been sent here to do. Yeah. Anyway, she chases him down the car. Uh, oh, sorry, at the same time, the police have been investigating the two murders that have already happened. Yeah. And immediately are like, is this woman? Yeah, yeah, because like, okay. also like, there's not many Indian women that walked into that pub, drank an al- uh, drank some alcohol. The the landlady and the sorry, the pub owners identified her straight away, being quite odd and suspicious because she looked never out been of in there before. Yeah, um, and so that people were already on her tail that she may be the murderer. Um, I just want to say a bit that I really enjoyed that is completely on. Um, ineffective to the plot, but. There's a coat that, there's an outfit on a mannequin in the middle of the store okay. that she's looking at early on in the episode and her shitty co-worker's like, you can never pull that off. And then the day that she decides to kill the politician, she also basically quits her job and buys, I thought the entire outfit, no, just the leather jacket, where's <laughs> the rest of her uniform home? But I was like, damn, she's wearing the shit out of that leather jacket. And she's got like a red, she's got a red leather jacket and a red little car. And I was like, yeah. this is fun. Yeah. I like that. And um, yeah, just to say, Boney M is wearing his Boney M outfit throughout this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to just really think of the most Boney M outfit you can think of. That's what he's wearing. Oh my Lord. So she follows the politician, tracks him down, tries to kill him. The police officer tracks her down. Is like, no, 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 you can't kill him, and arrests her. Mm. She gets to, she goes to jail now, and she's like, oh, a demon told me to, and just recites the story as is. If I don't kill someone, because she was like screaming, let me kill him, let me kill yeah. him, and obviously the police officer's like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. At the police station, she's trying to explain if I don't kill him, the entire world's gonna end, and they're both like. Honey, you're delusional. So you're fucking finish. crazy, I'm babe. So and um, let her tell her little story, but they don't believe her. Yeah. And it gets to like midnight, mm. and she's like shaking and throwing up in this in this interrogation room, being like, "You guys have fucked it. You're gonna ruin the planet. Like we're all gonna die." And nothing happens. Yeah. So you're like, "Oh no, she's I've... just she's just crazy." Honestly, that's when that I think when the clock strikes, and I was like, "Oh." This is all a farce. It was all a. It was. It was all fantasy. A dr- it all it honestly was. I was expecting her to wake up out of a dream and be like, it was only just a dream, but she's like in prison. Yeah. So I was so sad at that point. I said, damn. Damn. We just watched a delusional woman be delusional yeah. for an hour and be like, yeah, yeah, you could do it, babe. And then they leave the room to go and talk about her outside. And who shows up but Boney M? And I thought, a oh, figment of your imagination. Yeah damn a figment of your imagination but he's like so we didn't complete the task and i've been cast out oh he tells her this before though when she's like i don't want to kill (laughs) any other people he's like listen if we don't do this i'll be cast out of hell into the abyss and i don't want to do that it's dark and scary so she found he's like well i'm off to the abyss but 
I found a loophole, maybe you can come to your best with me. And I was like, I watched, sorry, I had to watch that scene like three or four yeah. times because I didn't understand what he was offering her. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, is this a romantic or is this a plan? Yeah, I was trying, I was trying, there's... But it kind of is flirty. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, and we could talk about it later, but Bernie M's character is honestly just a vibe. <laughs> a vibe in terms of like, he's very cool and calm and collected, even though he's playing a demon and that is not a description of how I'm describing demons. But, I hate to say this, but, but both of them had virgin energy. They've never had sex a day in their lives. No, neither was given virgin energy. Both but, of them were given virgin energy to me. Like, yeah, he was dressed as Bernie M because that's who she thought was sexy. He's wait, not actually Bernie M. What is virgin energy? And do you see Like, both people? of them just, like, fell for each other. Like, no, no romantic chemistry other than, like, they spent some time together. I wasn't seeing romance at all. Yeah, they held hands and they walked into the sunset. What are you yes, talking about? Friends. That's romance. No. I'm sorry. If there was romance going on, I would want to see, like... No, that was romance. I was not... Romance. I was seeing sorry, fresh... I don't... I don't... I'm going into the abyss and I don't know. You've actually fucked it for me. Why have I come back to be like, come to the abyss with me? We As friends, no, I did not see never said that. I never I've watched, like, like I said, I had to watch the scene three times. It's not as Honestly, friends. I didn't see, I didn't see. It's not as friends. She's got a little smile on her face. And then they take, then why do they make such a thing of them holding hands if they're not gonna bump butts? I don't, Listen, it was I literally a show about two virgins who had a task to do and they did the task and they were talking to the sunset. Anyway, we're jumping ahead. Yeah. He says to her, do you want to come to the abyss with me? And she says, okay. Well, she smiles and they're like, we're going in the abyss. That's the song they sing to each other that I've made up for them. Absolutely finished. They walk out of the interrogation room. As they're walking out, the police officers are like, hey, what's that? And they walk up to the window and the world is... Literally exploding into nuclear war, things are blowing up, it's terrible. They're like, She was telling the truth. What are we gonna do? By then, she's gone. Yeah, also, I'm gonna, I just don't. The apocalypse scene was not realistic because I was like, For real, the whole world has now blown up because you didn't do your task. That part didn't feel realistic. I was like, This is just happening down the road. I think the whole world does blow up, but what I think is weird is that, like. Usually, you have to pay a price for something you ask for from the demon, yeah. right? I will give you ultimate riches, everything you want, but you've got to give me your firstborn child. This time, this woman is done minding her own damn business, yeah. and you said, you have to kill a free people or the world's going to yeah. end. And it's got nothing to do with me. Please yeah. leave me out of it. I didn't ask for the world to stay alive. Yeah. I'm, I'm just sweeping. Um, that was my energy. I was like, this is really weird. I've never seen a demon request where it's like, by force. Usually it's you ask for something, but in terms of mythology, this was a was a first. But um, it was cute. I like them together. I don't. They were little sweethearts. I, I don't buy a relationship. I just thought it was a really close friendship. But but you would say that. Um, how would you rate this episode? Four. Likewise, it's. I loved it. It was so fun. Yeah, it was it's annoying yeah. how fun it was. Yeah, it's up there with my alongside Jones Offers, my one of my favorites from the season. I just. It was such a different departure from what Black Mirror has represented in the past. Like, totally as well. This is Absolutely. exactly up my street. Like, I love a sort of... I love a supernatural or genre thing that's, like... Like, also grounded. Like, this is yeah. just a story about a woman yeah. who, like, her mum has died. She's quite lonely. Yeah. She's in this community where they, like, are basically trying to say that 
she is the problem, even yeah. though she doesn't do anything wrong at all. And her dream would be to get back at these people. And then here comes this demon who's like, here's an opportunity to get back at these people. Yeah. And, and it's just so like... Yeah. And actually, oh. going back to the conversation we had right at the beginning when we talked about Jones Awful, about, you know, Black Mirror feeling very Americanized. I would say that Demon 79 yeah. is a complete opposite. Yeah, I think and American very... people would really struggle with that yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. But it's I... so interesting because we consume American yeah. media so much over here yeah. that there are things that you'll watch where we're like, I don't get this, but yeah. here we are. Like, and we just get, for we get a really long it. time, I didn't really understand the states. Like, why is it different? I really... <clears throat> like, why are they... they, they have, all of them have their own little cultures. Like, yeah. Texas is a place. Yeah. Um, New York is a place. LA, they're not the same. Yeah. They're not the oh, same. Oh, no, watch Real Housewives. You know it's not the same. Whereas in the UK, it's like the North and the South. Yeah. Really. <laughs> it's really not that... It's and, not that complex. Yeah, and it's not... And then you add island, and that's it. But it's not uh, it's not part of the UK. But we're just saying, you know, Belf- yeah, you know, the Northern Ireland, Scotland even has it. But Scotland is Scotland. Yeah. It has its culture. In England, it only is split by North and South. South. Yeah. Do you call it butty or do you call it chipsani? Whatever it is, yeah. like these really really thin lines that are drawn. And scone or scone. Tomato, tomato. Oh, yeah. Um, do you call it shag day or mufti day? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, things like that. Like that's so funny. You, you just—it really just shows where you're from. So, um, so I think, but like, as in also sensibility and comedy-wise, and yeah. like, quote unquote, how small the story is. It's very British. So I can imagine yeah. America's being like, but nothing happened. No, but I've heard that that. Um, hey man, nothing I ha- happened. Yeah, I heard that's Demon Seventy Nine has got really, really great reviews, and it's one of the the top ones but it's such a departure like it's fully toning a different show yeah which is which is why i think that that little caveat of it being like red mirror and nobody knows that yeah yeah i mean it's it's a very small mention but it's mentioned in the the trailer as well but it is a small nod to like this is different which i think charlie brooker was purposely trying to do but it's like yeah it was just really fun to see this new world and um just again it doesn't have to be tech to be black mirror um calling problematic go on but the black the episodes where those black people go oh for me anyway i mean maybe day was a bit of an exception to that rule well you know it's still nice because beats. <laughs> um but he, yeah Papa did the damn thing in that episode yeah he I did pub- i i've really seen that before no but i saw she was really familiar but she I was in never... killing Kill eve someone to- was talking to me about no, this yeah, yeah. Well, I, um, I was like because we talked about the episode um and it goes back to that thing of like people who were complaining on the internet saying like black mary used to get unknowns on the show it's like yeah. i feel like this season's done that did that dance between unknowns and those like get yeah, unknown if you haven't seen the shows yeah. they're in yeah but like, they're not unknown no exactly like Locke Henry if you have never watched industry they're both yeah. unknown to you you don't know who those people are apart from we've never seen Game of Thrones apparently no, no. if you've never seen the mum is from oh, oh the mum's from um oh damn it's something big you know show it and- oh she's a W1A oh is she yeah okay She's in other things, but she's in yeah, W1A as yeah. well. But, yeah, I think... 
She's Welsh in that. So oh, I wonder she? which one she is for real. Welsh is Scottish. I like she's French this whole time. I have a random question as we wrap up. Yeah. Because we talked about the whole season. What episode would you want to be in? Actually, that wasn't the question I was going to ask you. But for you, what do you think is one common thread that runs all the way through the seasons and through the episodes? I mean, I always go back to this idea of like a regular person mm. plus a form of tech. In this series, tech or supernatural thing yeah. equals adventure mm. and or or tragedy in some places yeah. and i think and maybe equals tragedy is the right answer because yeah. in in joan is awful mm. joan plus streamberry equals tragedy for joan yeah right um in lock ness in lock sorry i was to say lock ness lock henry lock henry tragedy yeah for pia in beyond the sea tragedy yeah. for both of them yeah. in um Maisie day tragedy for Maisie. Maisie. And then even in Demon Night 79, it's Demon 79, isn't it? Demon 79, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of a triumphant tragedy, but like, Nida's life as she knows it is over. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah. That's such an interesting thing, because for me, when I was thinking about all the episodes, I was getting this idea of like morality. Okay. when, When humans are put to the absolute extremes and they there's a test of like morality between right and wrong mm-hmm. um because you get it with like well joan is put a push to the extreme when she's trying to figure it out that her life is now part of streamberry and like what is right and what is wrong mm-hmm. in this sense um what does she want to does she want to continue to be Joan in this world or how basically how is she going to break in and how are her and Sam are going to work together? Because, yeah. Um, Lock Henry. There's, there is this question of right and wrong. Like, is it right that... Yeah, to Sam, tell yeah. Uh, somebody else's most traumatic story for uh, entertainment. But, but, but yeah, exactly. Um, Beyond the Sea, I mean, it's just clear. Like, Everything that Josh Hartnett did was it right for him to kill? Um, what's his face? His husband. Um, yeah, but family. even before that, um, Rory Culkin's character yeah. is saying, "Is it? It's not, not right, right to have a... replicants. Yeah. So therefore, we must take this into our hands." Um, Macy Day, is it right for us to invade someone's privacy to the point where this probably would be a werewolf abuse? <laughs> Stay out of my business. And Demon 79, really, the morality of, like, if you are given a dilemma to kill three people, really and truly... Or the world ends. Or the world ends, but would you do it? No. So you'd let the world end? The world will have to end, because I'm not killing people to do that. But I I mean, I think there's that thread that goes through, but it's it's really interesting. That's why they, you know... Yeah, I... No. I was just... I mean, it's interesting that you're talking about threads, because I sometimes when I look at things in a season with like what we were watching I, I really wanted to find what that common thread was and I know you were just saying you know yeah I think that like you know an anthology doesn't necessarily have to have a common theme like take easy on Netflix like it's a series about couples really yeah. that's the thread and then all of them are experiencing, you know, are in different places in their relationship, experiencing different mm. things. And I actually quite like that you didn't know what you were going to get from episode to episode. Is this about a couple breaking up? Is this about a couple getting together? Is yeah. this about, you know, 
grown pains of a relationship that has passed its honeymoon phase. It's about the honeymoon phase. Like, mm. it's annoying because it's one of the hardest things to sell for that reason, which yeah. is like, what are people going to get week on week? I can't tell you. Yeah. What I can tell you is it will be good. And that is what, like, I yeah. feel like Netflix would never have picked up Black Mirror had it not had two seasons already in the yeah, bag. True. I agree. You know, it's really, really hard to sell an anthology. It's super hard to sell. Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, you can't. No, but like the amount of time I've pitched an anthology and they've gone, we would never be able to sell this. No, but I think it's also because like even the way that people watch shows, like it's all about the pe- people completing the series. Whereas an anthology, literally, you, you can pick and choose. To, you don't yeah. need to because, but like what we were talking about, you've watched, you've probably watched every single episode of the Black Mirror. I have not. I've only cherry picked the ones where I've been told you need to watch this, you will love this. Yeah, and I was talking to a colleague about this new season and they didn't even watch the episodes in order. Yeah, and that's another thing. What? I was like, how did you even manage to do that? Like, I just pushed episode one and let it play. Like, I wasn't like, "Hmm, let me pick this one or that one. Like, no. I remember I got so, because I share a Netflix account with my sister, I don't know if I'm illegally allowed to share that anymore, but um, she um, had watched the season before me. So when I watched episode one, it was like, a time to play episode five. And I said, no, no, no. no. Or he said, next season starts now. So I said, next season. Oh, no. Really, yeah. it was going to make me watch episode series one again, but I've yeah. just watched that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I almost had this experience of not watching it all together, but I did in the end and it yeah. was brilliant. And I loved it. And um, is it my favourite season of the Black Mirror? I cannot answer that, was that question. question. Okay. Um, because I, it needs a rewatch for me yeah. to know, like, Interesting. oh, I want to come back to it's like there are definitely episodes where I'm like I would never go back and watch that like Shut yeah. Up and Dance I've never gone back and watched that is that the one with Miley Cyrus no no I've watched that one before it's the one where the guy is being blackmailed by this like virus that's locked his computer and it keeps giving him tasks and tasks and then at the end you realise that it's because he was looking at child pornography oh my gosh yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a really big twist but that episode I didn't enjoy it. And then when the twist came out, I was like, yeah. I like it even less. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have watched this. Yeah. There's other, like, there's an army episode in the, there's an army episode in the Nosedive series. So series three, four, mm. three or four, I can't remember. Um, maybe it's four, because I feel like we've only had four, five and six. On Netflix is a thing, so you Yeah, yeah so yeah. three was on. Three, four, five, six. F- well, we've had four seasons on Netflix. I think so. Um, I can't remember, but it's in the nosedive season. There is a soldier version where they basically created this game or app where you think you're not at war anymore. Oh, wow. And you're just playing a game, but you are, in fact, you are actually at war still operating like a version of yourself. Um, I've never watched that episode again. I haven't watched the one where there's like the little, the the robots that work in like an Amazon warehouse turn on everyone and start killing them. I haven't watched the episode again. It sucked. It was, yeah. I haven't watched the drone episode. There's loads and loads of episodes yeah. I have not gone back to. But. There's some really, I think there's some really good worthy ones that are worth a rewatch. I think every season there's one like standout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what, what was some your, season there's a lot of standouts. What was your one standout for this season? Oh, standouts for this season. I already told you. When I write them, it goes... Beyond the Sea, um, Demon 79, Joan is awful, and Locke Henry equal footing, and then mm. Maisie Day. Mm. Um, but if I was ranking all my top 10 episodes, Maisie Day wouldn't even be in there. No, 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 no. And which shows would you want to either have written or be part of? Demon or- 79, because Tony, okay. it's something that I would 
watch something I feel like sensibilities wise yeah. is something I would make yeah um beyond the sea I don't think I could make but I loved it mm. and I'm glad that there are people that can make things like that That's so interesting. um I don't know if who wrote those other episodes but I know that Demon 79 was co-written oh was it Bisha K Ali who wrote on a Marvel show Interesting. And also was a writer's assistant or story. Is she the on, one? Um, sex Ed. Oh, okay, interesting. Was she the one that won some type of fellowship? Yes. In- at well, Sky. At Sky. Yes. She's, yeah. Oh, wow, she's doing. She she's runs doing the fellowship at Sky to help That's writers. Incredible. That's incredible. She also wrote, I think, on Ma- the Ma- Marvelous Mrs. Miss Maisel, or no. maybe she more. Maybe it was event the Miss of. What's the Avengers girly one? Um, Miss Avengers. Miss, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, sorry, Miss Avengers. Uh, maybe it was Miss Marvel, not yeah. the marvelous Miss Maisel. They sound the same. Um, I met her. She's really cool. Yeah. Um, in terms of my rankings, it goes. You know, his wife's written an episode. His wife. Yeah, Connie wrote an episode. Connie, not this season. No, the previous season. Yeah. Connie Hark for the girlies and also the guys as well. She's like a blue piece of presenter that we know and love. Go off, Connie. Honestly, it, I, I still like seeing Charlie Brooker in interviews. Where did they meet? I don't. I'm so like I'm so intrigued because Connie Hart and Charlie Brooker is not a couple or pairing I would ever put together. Um, in terms of my rankings and my favorite episodes, it Connie definitely should be with Matt. In my yes, when I was a kid, I was like, yes, people who work together have to be married. Yes, so Connie should be it's with Matt. So interesting. Sorry, yeah. um, my favorites were. Jones Awful, Demon 79, Beyond the Sea, um, then Lock Henry, and then Maisie. I want to know yeah. who's put Maisie in their top 10. No, I, I don't think, yeah. And if I was going to be in one or write one, I think it would probably be Beyond the Sea or. Um, Who were you going to be in Beyond the Sea? <laughs> Karamara. <laughs> Karamara. If I was doing seventy nine, all this no, is a hard no, one. no, I'll be, I'll be the book, the bookshop owner. Damn, that's <laughs> but if actually, I, was I also want to be Jenna's awful, and I want to be the person who's like in Streamberry, like saying, "We've got all your details." I love that it was um the girl from um, yeah, I hate Susie. Susie. Yeah. that made me really happy. I'm yeah, yeah, like, I'm like her. Yeah. Um, I if I was in Demon Seventy Nine, honestly, I'm torn between being Bony M or neither. I want to be one of them. Yeah. Oh, I think everyone. I think secretly everyone wants to be Bony M. I don't know. I don't want to be the demon. I want to be Bony M. Maybe if I'm neither, then I get to smooch Bony M. We put. That I in. just don't we see the romance. I don't see the romance. There would be romance in I'm, the version that I am in. If I ever got to talk to Charlie Brooker, I'd be like, "Was that supposed to be a romance?" You know, I saw Papa outside when I was walking to work the other day. Really? He seemed very like down, down, down with the kids. Not doing funny, but he was checking me out. Matter, he's short, so. Oh really? <laughs> Those platform hills. Is there are... any tall men left in the world? No. There's no good men. There's no tall men. I'm no, telling you, there's I'm, none left. In entertainment, there's not many tall men. There's none left. No, there's none. All right, look, we have been reviewing Black Mirror for these past two episodes. It has been a journey. It's been so well worth it. So next week. I kissed a boy. And I I liked liked it. (laughs) So we're going to review I Kissed a Boy. It doesn't work with I Kissed a Boy like that. No, it doesn't really. Um, Which is a uh, dating reality show. The gays. It's Pride Month. On BBC. Starring and hosted by Danny Malone. Malone. We have thoughts. He looks great. Anyway, yeah. As, as the boys always say. Danny, um, you look great. You look great. 
Um, so that's going to be next week. As I said, throughout the month of July, we're going to be doing mini-sodes where we re- review our favourites. They're not mini, babe. They're that not mini, fine. but we do reviews um, of our faves. So make sure you keep on tuning in. Make sure you like, you subscribe, you comment, you tell a friend, you watch the shows and you tell us what your favourite ones are. Drop down in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening what your top fives and what's your rankings of this season of Black Mirror. And no wrong answers except for the answers that don't agree with mine. And if you like Maisie Day, let us know as well. Um, anyway, this Finish has... your address so we can call the police. Yeah, anyway. This, <laughs> this has been Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana. And Boney Marnie. Bye. Bye.